Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Welcome, VP family. This is Kim. It is March 7th, and I am in the recording studio this week with Joyce Fanninga. I'm excited to have her. We go back quite a ways, so we'll get into that, I'm sure, at some point this week. But thank you, Joy, for saying yes, and um, if you would be so kind to say hello and uh, introduce yourself to our listeners. Well, thanks for the invite for me to be here. Um Yes, I am Miss Joy to many of the kids that are now grown up in this church. Um, I work at Holland Hospital. I have been at this church for about 20 years now, I think. Um, 15 years of which I taught kids, or more to my liking, the kids have taught me. <laughs> so, Yeah, and um, so your family, you have Two children, right? Two children, three grandchildren. The littlest one is starting to walk and crawl. Yeah. It's exciting. I love it. Yeah. Um, like I said, I've enjoyed it knowing you. Um, I can't believe it's 15 years because I feel like I've been involved for as long as Kylie's been born. So she's 18 now. And I thought you were here in Kid Zone before me. But maybe well, you... Perhaps I was, you know, you lose track of time. <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably pretty close to 20 years that you've been here and been serving. So um, I know that you were very involved in Kids Zone and all the kids absolutely adored you. Um, and even the student leaders, I know you had a big impact on some of them um, and helping them grow into being leaders. So I am grateful that you were such a big part of the Kids Zone ministry here and um yeah, we had a great connection of being on the team together and going away on fun events. And um, so, we yeah, did, Joy did. and I have had some great years <laughs> together and fun things that we've uh, done through Kid Zone. So that we have. You are a big um, kid lover. You just absolutely love on kids. And um, I love your perspective. We've always had that perspective. That's not new. It's not uh not even flippantly said, to be honest, I know that to you, that is exactly why you do it is because you love to learn from the kids, which is true. Yes, absolutely. So thank you for joining me um, this week. I think we are going to have a great week of conversation about scripture passage, and I'm looking forward to hearing what uh, God's been speaking to you. So without further ado, let's jump into the scripture verse for today. Uh, we are going into the book of Genesis. Uh, 15 verses 1 through 12, and then skipping down to 17 through 18. Uh, I am going to read that out of the New Living Translation today. Um, the title of my of this Bible passage, it says, The Lord's Covenant Promise to Abram. Verse 1. Sometime later, the Lord spoke to Abram in a vision and said to him, Do not be afraid, Abram, for I will protect you and your reward will be great. But Abram replied, O sovereign Lord, what good are all your blessings when I don't even have a son? Since you've given me no children, Eliezer of Damascus, a servant in my household, will inherit all my wealth. You have given me no descendants of my own, 
so one of my servants will be my heir. Then the Lord said to him, No, your servant will not be your heir, for you will have a son of your own who will be your heir. Then the Lord took Abram outside and said to him, Look up into the sky and count the stars if you can. That's how many descendants you will have. And Abram believed the Lord, and the Lord counted him as righteous because of his faith. Then the Lord told him, I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land as your possession. But Abram replied, O sovereign Lord, how can I be sure that I will actually possess it? The Lord told him, Bring me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. So Abram presented all these to him and killed them. Then he cut each animal down the middle and laid the halves side by side. He did not, however, cut the birds in half. Some vultures swooped down to eat the carcasses, but Abram chased them away. As the sun was going down, Abram fell into a deep sleep, and a terrifying darkness came down over him. And then we're going to skip down to verse 17. And it says, After the sun went down and darkness fell, Abram saw a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch pass between the halves of the carcasses. So the Lord made a covenant with Abram that day and said, I have given this land to your descendants all the way from the border of Egypt to the great Euphrates River. So that is uh, it for scripture reading today. Um, Joy, what did you get out of your reading as you prepared for the podcast? What I heard most was God does not want us to be fearful. Um, he wants us to have faith in him, total faith in him. He knows that sometimes this faith may waver, but that's okay. He'll send us a reassurance. And it's just, do not be afraid. I am your shield, your very reward. Wow. It, that just really hit me. No matter how fearful we get, he doesn't want us to be that way. We know better than to be that way, but he'll still send reassurance just to let us know it's okay. Yeah, that's good. I think um, as I was going through the studying of it as well, like I wrote down verse by verse because I felt like there's not a whole lot to discuss, but just the actual words of the scripture, right? You know, in verse two, um, Abram says, since you have given me no children, um, what a what a great place to start actually is first acknowledging that the children that Abram wanted were actually completely and fully under the control of God. Yes. He's the one who gives children or doesn't. Exactly. Yes, that, that is an amazing fact. Yes. You know, so that to me was that statement of faith in the sense that like, I know who you are, God. I know that I want children. My wife wants children. This is something we long for. And we've been denied that. And so here's why, you know, I'm going to have to leave all my stuff to my servant, basically. Um, and then God corrects him and says, no, you don't see the whole picture, Abram. You know, 
let me give you a glimpse of that, right? Give you a glimpse of that picture and the stars in the sky. Like clearly you couldn't count those. Oh, obviously not. No. Right. And so Abram realized you're right. I can't count those. But it says that he was, um, oh, what verse was that again? In verse six, and Abram believed the Lord. Total faith, total belief. Yes. Hard to even fathom that his descendants would be as numerous as the stars when he has not even had one child. Right. right. So it, that belief, right? Like he believed and then that was credited to him as righteous because of his faith. So I thought that was, like you said, the big faith component, right? Like just exactly. have faith. Um and then God, you know, like, or Abram goes in, but how can I be sure that I'll possess the land? Like he questions God, right? Mm-hmm. He's credited for having this undeniable belief in faith. <laughs> and then almost immediately turns around and has a little doubt, has a little doubt and questions God. Like I, and I sometimes wonder, like if we think questioning is not necessarily doubt, um, I mean, it is doubt, of course, but is it not okay to question God sometimes and say, yeah, I'm not sure I see the picture yet, <laughs> you know, and asking him to show us what that looks like, you know, True. Is, is it doubting that God's capable of doing what he's saying he's doing, or is it just questioning him like, like a child would, right? Yeah. But what do you mean? Or how's this all going to play out? Um, because he does, he questions him. And yet he's credited as one of the bigs in the faith world, right? Exactly. Because yeah. he just believed. Um, what else did you catch from this passage? Was there anything else that stood out to you besides the, the faith and the fear component? That was the majority of what I got from it because I know my faith can waver. And yes, every now and then I'll think, God's not going to do that for me. Who am I to think he would do something so good for me? Yeah. And that is an issue that I struggle with still. I mean, you know, now and then, I mean, I have faith. I know God's good. I know he will grant what wishes he needs to grant. But sometimes I do doubt it and I do. Where are you, God? Are you really going to do this for me? Right. Am I worthy? And which, of course, we're not. But yet we are. Right? Exactly. Because yeah. we are yes. um, a child of the king. This so is we true. are worthy of that um, because he says we are. Right. Um, one thing I think I kind of got was just weird, right? Like the part to me, the. And it's not a sacrifice, but he was he was told to bring these animals, right? Um and it's just weird. We don't live in a world where that kind of thing happens. Um, in fact, very rarely do we live in a world anymore where a handshake is a sign of agreement or covenant or, um, you know, a contract entered into. Um, so we just, it's different from the world that we understand. Um, but when I look into like, you know, this is about the Abrahamic 
I think I said that right. I may have totally blew up, but um, that covenant, right, between God and Abraham. Right. Um, because Abram then gets called Abraham. So that's what this covenant is about. And, you know, the animals being presented and killed. Um, when I looked into like the rituals and traditions, say, of that time, that was how they entered into a covenant with somebody. So both parties would come together and they would create you know, this path, I guess, um, between the, the dead animals. And then they would both walk through as an agreement. Um, but then either party could back out at any point too. So if you understand the culture of that and then realize that Abraham did not walk through the path, he did not go through with God because he was in a deep sleep. Right. And yet God went through as two items, right? I don't know the significance of the two other than that. We know God is oftentimes in fire. Um, and both of these were those items, right? Like, so one was the um, smoking fire pot and a flaming torch that passed between the center. So God entered into this covenant with Abram as both parties in the covenant. It was solely God's work in this covenant relationship. Abraham did nothing to be a part of that covenant. It was all God's doing. And it's the same thing in Jesus, right? So that's the fulfillment of the Abrahamic covenant. And I thought right. Jesus is the fulfillment of that. There's nothing we did. You know, it was just him. It was just God doing it. It's God's grace and mercy on us entering into that covenant and saying, you're not even capable, right? As humans, you're not capable of keeping up your end of the bargain. So even if you went through it, the covenant would be dead as soon as you messed up. But God is perfect. True. And he will hold his end of the bargain and he will uphold our end for us as well. Right. And that, right. Right. Um, so I just thought like that was a cool image to me in regards to the covenant aspect of this passage. Um, just knowing that God's the one who went through on both of our behalf for this, you right. know, this promise to us that, you know, he was going to bless Abraham and all of his descendants, which we are as believers in Jesus. This is true. Yes. So I thought that was cool. Um, and again, it goes back to the, the faith aspect and tying in with that, you know, like by faith. And sometimes I think people take the word faith just to mean the wrong thing. Yeah. I don't think somebody, some people take it seriously. I mean, faith to me is a very serious thing. It's a big word with a lot of meaning and a lot behind it. So to say, do you have faith? To say, yes, I do, means a lot. I mean, that's just a huge statement that, in simple words, but a huge statement to make. Yeah, I agree. I think um, sometimes we take those things lightly and um it's important to put that in that that big realm of faith exactly. faith is not is small but yet it's big right it, it has big. huge implications it does yes um 
Well, hey, I think I've covered my notes and it sounds like you've covered your notes. If we were to leave our um, listeners today with a, a challenge or an encouraging word, um, do you have something that you would like to leave our listeners with? I do. For me, faith is like a small lamp in a dark forest. It does not show everything at once, but it gives enough light for the next step to be safe. It gives us a chance to do what we know is right and to take that next step knowing it's okay. You know, just small steps lead us to the big things and we need to take each step and we're safe in doing so. Yeah, I think um, that's a great word. And God never gives us the whole picture. Um, And even when he gave Abram the picture of the stars in the sky, it's almost like if he does give us that whole picture, it's too overwhelming to even comprehend. It is. It is too big. Yes. Because we're just mere humans. (laughs) So I think that is a great image of the lamp of faith, right? Just a small enough light to see the next step. And take that next step. And then once we take that step of obedience, God will give us the next step. Exactly. Little by little. So, yeah, I think that's a great word. And um, I guess I would just pray that as we go into our Monday and this week, that we would remember um, to live our lives, I guess, in such a way of Abram where the faith is credited to him as righteousness or his belief is credited to him as righteousness and faith. Um, But also not be afraid to ask God questions, you know, um, for that next step so that we know. Yeah, exactly. What he wants us to do. Um, So yeah, live big, right? Take your faith serious. Um, and, and, let, and let the fear go. Yeah. Fear does us no good. Yep. God's got it. And um, he is always faithful. He goes through the covenant for us and on our behalf because he is the only one who is truly capable of fulfilling that completely. So, yes. Well, awesome. I pray that you all have a great Monday and we will be back with you tomorrow. Have a good day. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.